This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another magical episode. Two weeks in a row of, well, this one's Magic the Game. The other one was a magical experience with the great Netflix show Disenchantment. But this week, discussing all things Magic the Gathering, the card game. And, of course, me as a solo planeswalker could not do this alone, so I searched the multiverse and found another worthy planeswalker to join me. How's it going, guys? My name is Jason Moitoso. I'm a co-host at the Not Alone podcast, and uh, you're really just too kind on me there. Oh, I, 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 I try. <laughs> I, I try to be nice to my fellow Planeswalkers, especially considering, um, as we did the previous time we had uh, Jason on to discuss magic, we will actually be playing a game in the background during our discussion. Uh, this is two parts. One, because it's fun to play magic, and two... We are going to be experimenting with the discussion point of the new London Mulligan. Now, if you're not for now, we'll we'll get to the Netflix discussion. We'll get to Modern Horizons. We'll get to that stuff. But I figured this would be a cool way to start. Now, if you're not familiar with the Mulligan rule uh, for London, I'm gonna kind of no offense if you're not familiar with Magic. I'm not gonna stop every point and explain everything because it would just take too long. And I, I think we we can both agree that. We, we just want to have fun and play some magic. So the new London Mulligan rule works as such. The old one was if you, you draw seven cards to begin the game, if you don't like your seven cards, you discard, shuffle, and then draw six, and you get to scry one. And you can repeat this process until you get the hand you want all the way down to basically one card. But you only still get to scry one card each time, which is look at the top card and decide to keep it on top, put it on the bottom. With the new London Mulligan rule, which if, if I'm correct, it's supposed to be like, tournament wide is going to be upheld correct uh so yes um essentially with the london mulligan uh it which goes live uh july 12th i believe with the release of course at 2020 mm -hmm. uh and then from there essentially the difference is every time you mulligan you still draw up to seven cards but once you've decided to keep your hand you have to uh put cards from your hand onto the bottom of your library uh, for how many times you've mulliganed Yes. Now, this has been claimed by certain people to be a dirty, 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 terrible way to play for, for especially modern uh, because of the combos and everything like that is you can get almost a perfect hand and go down to five. So, yeah, the experiment in that is most of the decks I play, and this is ironic, favor this rule heavily. Um, Tron, Dredge, Storm. um Elves, not so much, and Ponza, not so much. But but definitely Tron, Dredge, and Storm. This is going to help them a lot. And I, I don't want to see banning happening after this of certain things, but we'll see. So we wanted to experiment today by trying that. So I'm going to start. Um, Jason's not going to be surprised by this, but I'm going to, of course, start with uh, my current build of my Tron deck. So we are going to roll dice and begin the game and have our... Discussion move on to, I guess, um, whatever magic-related stuff we want to talk about. So, I'm going to roll. See you yeah, guys go first. for it. Uh, that is a 11. Okay. And on my end, 
And also, again, uh, I am at eight, so you win there, sir. Yes. Um, I'll Tron, be on the play. <laughs> Tron did end up doing the best during uh, the test run at a Magic Fest in London for this yes. mulligan. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out. Uh, the deck that I'm playing is a little bit older of a build of the Allosaurus Evolution deck. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not playing Neoform, which has been the major update in the recent uh, couple months or so. So where do you want the cut for me, sir? Uh, just go like right down the middle. You're good. All right. I trust you enough. All right. All right. I'm going to now draw my seven. And you too, sir. Where would you like me to cut at? Right in the middle. Right there where it parted. Yeah. All right. One, two, three, four. Watch. I'm just going to get the hand that I need right off the bat. Nope. I will go down to... I'll go down to seven, but of course six. So let's see how this shuffle goes. Uh, I'm going to do that as well. Not quite what I'm looking for in an opening hand. And I feel pretty safe to say that I can mulligan pretty aggressively now mm -hmm. with that's, being able to see seven cards. That's the other thing. I feel like this is going to have, like, instead of a misfire, like, games aren't going to misfire in right. the sense of, like, someone can just run away and the other person's just sitting there going, I only got one land. Right, right. And that's, I think, why the change. Halfway. Uh, I see one's kind of sticking out. You're good right there. Um and that's why I think the, the major change is for is for standard and for limited to not have those those misplays, those misgames of just non-magic. Because that's not fun. No, it's not. Uh, it's... About halfway as well? Yeah. Okay. But with modern, it, it adds in a little bit more consistency to these decks that have uh, I'm gonna go down to five. a low amount of redundancy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. And you brought up a good point because we were discussing this... Um, I think just messaging each other back and forth a while back. I don't think I shuffled this since I took it apart. Um, so when we were discussing a while back that maybe it's something they could only do in certain formats. Right, which at this point in time, I'd be fine with different rules for different formats. Uh, I know uh, Commander actually picked up this mulligan ruling as well, maybe mm -hmm. to generate consistency, which I don't really think is necessary in that format. It... Um, it depends. Yeah. My dragon deck, I kind of would prefer this rule because at least then it, it, it gets me a better land base to go off of because there's sometimes where if I mulligan down, it's like, man, do I do I take the lands I need or do I take the early plays? Like, it just that I need to make that deck more consistent, but that involves a lot more money. But But there's some people that, like, I know in my area where we play commander, it's like, you sit there and it's like turn three, someone's going off and doing something ridiculous and you're just sitting there. You, you might you might as well bring a deck of cards for Solitaire, to be honest. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, uh, my playgroup at home uh, has become way more 50-50. Eh, Again, I trust you there. Um, about the same as well? Yes. Okay. Uh, my playgroup, we've slowly become, well, more and more competitive. I have close to the exact build for a competitive Captain Sisse deck. Which I can right. win through on turn four, which is fun. So I go down to five, correct? Yep, you're at five. So I have to... So now, this is interesting for me, because it's not quite what I want to be looking at. I'm going to go with these two on the bottom, and I got my five in hand. Can I possibly go down to four? Well, I've got my five, so I am ready to go. 
I don't think I can really go down to four. I think that this could actually change up builds of decks. You too. know what? I'm going to go down to four. You are a brave what man, happens. sir. You are a brave. Let's see what man. happens. Again, like doing this, I'm not afraid of having a non-game. Yeah. Where I really want to get a feel for what this mulligan is like. Because, in its essence, I am trying to play a combo deck. It's not, yeah. again, like the Gristlebrand Neoform deck that's currently floating around, which is probably going to get banned pretty pretty quickly. What, that's what okay. I Actually, fun thing. We, we mentioned ban. Yeah. Um, there's certain cards that I know float around in my circles up he around here that, that people are always like, oh, that's, that's decks on the chopping block. What are your thoughts on what the next possible ban could be if they do a ban in modern of a card? If they do a ban of modern on a card, I... So, that's tough. I can definitely tell you what I don't want it to be. Uh, I do not care about Ancient Stirrings. That's uh, the one that's people fine. keep saying, and I'm like, uh, a lot of people, why? A lot of people don't like Ancient Stirrings. Um, I think it only fits in very niche decks, and I think it's mainly because people are tired of losing against Tron. It, um, as a Tron it, player, of course, I'm sitting here going, why that? It doesn't, it's, it's a deck that you're just targeting Tron again. That. Yeah, it, it, it works in... So few numbers of decks that I don't really care. I'd rather have them print answers, which is kind of, again, where Modern Horizons comes into play and this yes. idea of being able to do that kind of a thing. Okay, uh, this hand I am going to keep. But I only get to keep four cards. Yep. All right, so combo pieces I'm going to keep. And then, I guess... And no lands. Now, I've got a few. I'm going to keep this land. It's not going to be the fastest, but I know I have everything that I need. All right. I'll let you go, my man. All right. Uh, turn one, I'm going to power plant. Of course you will. Yes, of course I will. All right. Any follow-up there on the tapping? Nope. Pass and turn? All right. Yep. Otherwise, uh, things that I do want on the chopping block... Oh, that's not a... Actually, that's an irrelevant card in this matchup, so it's fine. Uh, and then I'm going to loot the forest and pass as well. Um, I also do not want to see Faithless Looting go. Uh, that's it's another an enabler. one. It's a, it's a really good enabler for a lot of different decks. Um, Tower. But I do think it would be too much of a shakeup. Tower and pass. All right. <laughs> it, it faithless looting is is running so much that it would really shake up a lot um i said ancient stirrings is one i keep hearing and i'm just like it 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 would just be them targeting tron again which they've done enough to target tron it's like if they take that out that was run in tron okay off the top of my head that was run in tron and was run in um oh kci which, yeah, which KCI, KCI doesn't exist. Banned, it, which it, I'm happy with. I We had one person in the area playing it, and it was one of those decks that it seemed like it was like way overcomplicated to play it. Yeah, because you had to deal with things like trying to uh, cast things and kind of going around the rules where you attempt to cast something and then you pay for it by sacking other stuff. Yep. Um, so I think that is one of the reasons why it got kind of convoluted and a good KCI player was extremely good. Yeah. Oh, also I'm passing. Um, so turn three, here we go. Turn three, what's going to happen? Is what setup. is turn three? Uh, turn three for me is going to be mine. 
So Tron yep. is active. Let's tap for six, leaving a floating mana available. Let's play a walking ballista for three. Beautiful. And let's use that floating one to map. Okay. So I have a question real quick. Yeah. And if you'd like to wait until after the game in order to tell me, you can. Yeah. Uh, but did you mulligan until you got all three Tron pieces in your hand, or did you hit one of those off the top? I My first hand, I had nothing. You, you By the way, past turn. First hand, I had nothing. I had a I had a map and I had no lands like nothing, so I was like, well, I, I have to mulligan this no matter the rule or anything. The next hand, the six hand, I had one piece and then a search and then a green land, and I was like, that's I I want to be faster, so I'd rather take that risk of going to five, of going to draw the seven and then discarding two from it and that's when i had all the lands and i had a map so map was tossed gotcha makes sense so Um, like i said it's it's better for me in that situation because i'm able to i feel i don't have to take a risk i can feel more confident in a you know oh well if i have a map cool but if i have you know xyz or x and y and i need z i know 100 percent better i get it off of it yeah okay so i'm gonna go ahead and pitch uh two green cards in order to play an allosaurus for free uh, with its exile ability yep uh and then i'm gonna pass as of right now it's a three three all right let's see what i can get i actually do not have the card that i need in hand in order to do anything fun so already gleaming from this uh i really should not be going down to four cards from the, the discard effects that I have to play for Ryder, uh, it's really detrimental to be that aggressive. But going down to five, I think actually would have been just fine. All right, let's um, let's crack this, leaving me with five mana available. I have not played land this turn, so fear oh, that. Um, tower. Okay. Because why wouldn't I? I'm going to play said tower. Wait, wait, wait. Justin. Yes. You have mismatching towers. Don't, 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 don't get me started. Don't, don't, don't start into me. I, I, I was a player long time ago that everything I had, like all the land, I mean, all the lands in some of my decks are mismatched, but the Tron ones are, I'm slowly, as I get, you know, money put aside where I'm not spending it on new stuff, trying to get That's all matching, part, man. trying to get all matching Tron pieces, but all right. I, I, I know it, there there's somebody that. that that is beyond <laughs> irritated that I had mismatch like um all my ancient stirrings were from different like were different arts and stuff and I've since done all those different like it, it certain people just get irritated with that stuff and it's not like I'm taking it personally out on them it's just kind of just I I don't care all right let's go um tap this for 8 and uh let's ugin this up all right, let's 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 scoop. <laughs> scoop in response to Ugin. Yeah, that that's that's what Eugene does to you. Oh, good old Eugene. So, so um, let's see. What yes, do I want that, to be gone? That was um in my opening hand. By the like, I kept that because I knew I'm like, well, if I can get to turn four, plopping him down and just going, well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. Honestly, I'd rather see unbannings than bannings. 
Um, I swear to God, if you say Splinter Twin, I'm flipping a table. I don't really care about Splinter Twin at all. Like that was before my time as far as getting back into Magic, so that wasn't that big of a deal for me. Um, I mean, we've got other almost Tiki Jiki Splinter Twin esque combo effects yeah. like that already in the format that don't see much play. Um, let's see what I want to do sideboard wise. So while we're talking about sideboard and stuff, I guess the interest—I yeah. I guess if there is anything interesting, maybe a non-Magic player would want to glean from this conversation is um since we since we're doing the test on the mulligan rule right here um netflix netflix has announced that they are that they're it that they're somewhere along the line with an anime animator animated series i i know that it's not live action so at least there's that done by the russo brothers or the russo brothers have something to do with it that is going to be based in the world with the characters of magic the gathering yeah, aside, and that's probably the, the best part. Aside from me, just one, the Russo brothers being involved was like a whoa. That's kind of, that's, I mean, coming off of them doing the, all the Marvel stuff and basically being the driving force of the MCU for a while, I was very impressed. Um, I, I'm very excited that it's going to be animated. I, 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 w- I would love live action, but I'm like, it, it wouldn't, you couldn't. I, I I could see like a live action coming down the pipe somewhere. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's too an ex- expensive of a risk to start off like that, and the amount of CGI you'd have to have in order to make magic really cool. Yeah. Um, I just don't see the budget being there, even though the the Russos are producing it. Yeah, but here's the thing: it's the other thing of if you had it to where it it was live action, I feel like it would be a more political talking more more or less than them using magic every now and that's like i i don't i i i feel yeah. it would be game of thrones but not but pg-13 sort of thing to, if that makes to sense. be honest i would i'd be absolutely fine with being able to turn on magic and be like i'm watching Yu-Gi-Oh on saturday mornings again <laughs> um, hopefully with a little bit better of a storyline and not such horrible character development well, uh but still like that kind of effect that kind of uh sense of nostalgia and yeah. I think that's kind of what Magic is missing is, is that cartoon, cartoon show. And I think uh, let's see who's they brought on. Also, I think one of the writers from um, Into the Spider Verse as well. Ooh, that's 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 yeah. that's really so. Good. It's yeah. The the, t- the lineup is not bad. About halfway, you got it. Come on, man. All right. By now, you should know. Same. Right. Yeah. Same you know? for you. Same for you. Cool. Uh, I'll be on the play. I figured. All right, Deck, don't be camera shy. Oh, that's an instant mulligan. Yeah. Well, mine... If I if, if the mulligan rule weren't in play, like we were doing regular, I could keep yeah. this on, like, a risk. Like, game one, I won. Game two, I would kind of be like, this is a keepable hand because I can risk it a little bit, maybe take a little bit more time. But yeah. since well, I my, have the advantage of taking down to six or five, I'd rather do that. My uh, single gristle brand was my opening hand. That's not so great of a hit for me. All right. Right in the middle. Yep. About the same. Yep. Okay. So where would you or when or new stories or where what what story would you want this this show to tell? If If like you could be in the writer's room or if you were – working on this like what would be your dream 
of so nope, I, nope, 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 nope. Going to five. <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep this one. Oh, that uh, warms so, my heart. To be honest, I, I think the Gatewatch are probably a good start, but I wouldn't want to see necessarily these those characters. I would... Um, I think it really depends on the tone. Like, I would really love to follow Gurix and Liliana's storyline a little bit closer, or even Dak Faden, even though he just got killed off. What? I mean... Yeah, Dak... Yeah. Oh, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What do I want to discard? Let's get rid of... Or, I guess, put on the bottom. That seems fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, there's the two for me. Gonna All risk right. it. Um... Risk it for the biscuit. So, I I think we established before that I've come. I I originally came from an older time in Magic. You, you have, yeah, uh, pre Planeswalkers. Uh, right? No, they they or existed, no? but okay. they were in like Urza was a Planeswalker. Oh, like lore based Planeswalkers, not yeah. card based. Yes. Gotcha. So, going back, like I would love the like Urza story. I'm 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 set. By the way. Um, I okay. would love the Urza story, and I would love stuff like that, like so, Urza, Phyrexia, um, all that I, stuff. But I also want to go back there so bad. Yeah, because it's it was such a cool time. There's plenty of awesome characters, awesome storylines, and stuff. I'm gonna call and, Green. Okay. For my Utopia sprawl. All right. Uh, and then I will pass. All right. Let's see what the draw. But yeah, going me. back to the early stages would be great. Heck, uh, even just. Literally the weather light. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the weather light and every like, like that's just, when I got into it. Like Corvax and you know, um, Volrath and um, oh man, uh, just just all that stuff was just so cool. And it's just I would love to see it on like not the big screen, but a small, the big small screen. The big small screen. Yeah, totally. I I 110% agree with that. Uh, we are going to, but I'm sure that the gate watch is play the, a temple garden. And pass is the focus for or what? Yeah, uh, they are. Yeah, they are the premier team. Um, I just hope it's not the exact. It's got to be. A, it is a new storyline. They did confirm that. Uh, I would, heck, even if it's like in the future, I'd be pretty cool with that. Uh, That'd mine, be a blast. Power plant tapping tap. And wonder what I'm gonna search for. Tower. And pass. Um, so, um, so they confirm that it's a that it's a new storyline and everything. Yes, uh, actually, during your end step, Ooh. I'm going Ooh, to some instant, go ahead and trophy your mine. Ooh. Ooh, bold move, Cotton. What is uh, trophy? I can go get a basic. basic. All right, put it onto the battlefield and then shuffle. All right, you said mine. Yep. All right. Hopefully I run basics. <laughs> there you go. Alright, thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah. untap set and draw. How do you do? I mean I, right. I, I I'd just be happy with anything magic based existing. Like as like a anime thinks as we all know, the War of the Spark trailer. Like that got like I know that was trending oh, man, high that got and it just so many views. And I don't know if that's the art style they're going with or whatever, but if that was their test, they passed with flying colors. Yeah. But I 
Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if they're gonna go with that same exact styling. Because um, I don't know how animated long this whole or, thing has been in the the works, though. Is the thing? Because I've heard animated and I've heard anime, so I'm like, those are technically different. They, they are. Um, yeah. They might have been confused. I maybe with the the anime Planeswalker arts that came out yeah. with War of the Spark. Also, I played an Arbor Elf and yeah. a Pass as well. Um, they might be a little off from that. It could be something um, because I know for a fact I've read um, the little message or whatever the announcement, and it just said animated series. Okay. So I'd be a little surprised if they go sh- full on anime because it is an American Ancient. game. Yep. Can continue. Sorry, I'm just because it is an American game. I'd be a little kind of put off if if they went full on with a completely different like feel altogether than what the card art is okay yeah whatever and whatever you say let's go on the bottom um with my two available lands let's um let's 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 luck sack this situation real quick gonna tap gonna play a chromatic star gonna crack the chromatic chromatic star going to get a green mana going to draw a card and oh then let's Luxac into another Ancient Stirrings. I'm in danger. Karn. Karn. All right. New Karn. Yes, new Karn. And I am done. No turn three. Right. Um. No turn three. Tron. Not. Not this time around. That. Uh. Ass trophy really got me there. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and tap for black. Tap to untap. Tap for black, black. again. Tap for double green. Uh, and let's play a fulminator mage. Oh, 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 you sideboarded hard, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Those assassins trophies were uh, were in my main. Okay. All right. Um. And pass to you. Alright. During your draw step, I'm going to go ahead and blow up your tower with that is my Fulminator. A... Alright. That's gone. Let's, um... Let's spin the wheel of I drew a mine. <laughs> so... Perfect. You, yeah, you doing that on the step you did. Well done. Uh, let's, um... Let's go search for a tower. Darn, okay. Well, that was the thing you searched for the first time around, so I figured that was probably the one to hit. Oh, you, you, normally people just hit tower because of the mana yeah. draw on it. So there's that um, pass to you. Uh, like, like I said, I'm just excited that... I, the other thing I was wondering is, in the anime animated style, is I don't want them to do this, but at the same time I could see it. Uh, the same art style they use for Castlevania. Because yeah, it, it, it would be too similar. They're too vague. I mean, they're vaguely similar to each other. Yeah. But I, I, I would love that art style with that because I think it would work. It would be animated, but something traditional enough that people would be able to pick up on it. I'm going to play a Temple Garden Tapped. And let's see. What else do I want to do here? I guess I will pass back to you. All right. Tap draw all right kids let's um 
let's let's tron this up so got that now how do i play this next bid Let's play uh, Ugin. Let's uptick him. Uh, what's the uptick again? Oh, that's new Ugin. That is that is, uh, that is new Ugin. Yeah. Okay. I get and to make that a... is the make a spirit, correct? Yep. Yep. You are correct. So, All right. Upticking him, making a spirit, uh, drawing a card to put under it. Now I can look at the card. All right, and that goes under there. And it's a negative three, correct? Blow up any colored or two colored permanent. Uh, destroy target permanent that has one or more colors. Okay. So, so yes. So he's on five. Also, any colorless spells now cost two less. Um, on that note, guess what? I'm going to play for free. Is I'm, it a map? Nope. Going to oh. play a chromatic sphere and crack it, okay. making a green. Let's see what I get off of that. Look at this insanity. Okay, who'd have thought? <laughs> I'm surprised. Said no one. Um, let's go with Eugene, big boy Eugene. Okay. That's the colorless thing I'm pulling, and uh, pass turn. Uh, during your end step, I am going to tap for a black, tap my elf, uh, in order to untap my cemetery, and tap it again in order for a green, uh, and then I'm going to assassin's trophy your tower. I'm going to cry. I'll go search for good. a forest. How many you got in there? Two? No, Three? there's there's, a, there's actually a good bit. I think there's four oh, or five. Look at that. Okay. I actually run uh, a few. Untap step. Because of this exact draw. reason. That's fair. Oh, oh, the pain and misery. Alright, how much mana can I actually generate? Not enough. One, two, three, four, five, six. Does six mana do anything for me? It doesn't. I'm going to die. Well, do I play? What do I play? <laughs> you have a 2-2 two -two and a scary Ugin. I'm going to pass. All right. Pass, draw. All right. Let's, um, let's, let's see what happens. All right. Let's, um, tap these two boys. Play a Karn, the great yep. creator. Okay. Let's uh, minus two him. Put him at three. And I'm going to go search um, outside the game or in exile yep. for a. Gonna lock me out? No. Um, Come on, Lattice, lock me. For the record, I could. I know you could, but I know we've had this here, discussion. But here's the thing. Oh wait, I could play that. Yeah, because if I get that, it only costs four. So um, yeah, lattice lock you. Well, poop. I was gonna get um. Because yeah, it costs two less with Ugin. Man, yep. uh, let's uptick him. Let's create real rough. Let's create another spirit. And eventually it'll be the beatdowns. Yeah, because I mean you you you've got the you've got the elf. 
Right. You can and swing I've with. Seen enough. Uh, I had. I just needed one more green card. Oh, darn. That would have been Nick. Well, yep. shoot. So that's how that works. That's that's how that game plays out. I did not realize you were trying new Ugin as well. I put that in because um, even though I do have the Karns. I feel like he's. I feel like New Ugin is something that's like a thing people aren't expecting. Yeah, I. I was not. So uh, is that the one you revealed to me the first time around? Yeah. I totally thought it was the old one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I, 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 I got. Not. Like, I, I got like, the old uh, one too. Over time, so. Yeah, I. Uh, I. I was. I boarded in four cards that specifically hit. Uh, well, lands. Here's the thing. <laughs> um. With this new build, with Karn, I don't really need to sideboard. Because it's there. Because my sideboard yeah. is just, I mean, I'm not there yet because there's like a defense grid and Trenosphere and stuff like that. Like the only thing I could sideboard is Surgicals and Nature's Claims, but... Now, I, I mean, think the obvious thing, Trenosphere is for the, the combo matchup, right? Yes, that is to shut. That's basically to make anything that costs under three cost three instead. Right. Uh, Lattice so, shut such shuts down. Uh, ensnaring bridge is something else I added, which I didn't want to. But um, drinking and eBaying proved me wrong on that. <laughs> so, do you find that uh, like are, are, is it is it bad? Is it a bad matchup against humans? Is that I is have that really not humans. Board? Humans in our area, it exists. There's a few people that play it, but it's very rare for me to match up with them for some reason. Okay. Like, I've wanted that matchup so many times, and it never seems to come to me. Or if Otherwise, it does... Reg, then? Or if it does, I'm playing a different deck and not playing Tron. Of course. So I can't ever That's get... That's how it has to be. Yeah, I can't ever get the feel for how that feels out. Um, okay, so we've gone over the Netflix series. We, we, we both are excited about that. Um, we've gone over the new Mulligan, so let's uh, talk about Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. All right. Lovely. I'm excited for that. We gotta um, play another match, or sure, if you'd like to. You Absolutely. To, you want me to keep using Tron, or or, or did it hurt you too badly? Okay. Actually, I'm gonna use Nothing something else. Nothing hurts me anymore. <laughs> All right. Let, let me make a few things clear. Anymore. But yeah. Um. Lattice, I luckily got on the rise, but god dang, like, like that's the problem with this deck now. It, it's just become like it's just all of a sudden was like, oh hey, you know, you that deck is kind of expensive. It just became more expensive if yeah. you want to play the build that works. And that's the thing. I feel it makes you still have the other threats from um from Karn and the other stuff, but you have this new threat of the new Karn and like basically having this toolbox. You can just sort of throw on the field and kind of, depending on the situation, oh, I'm playing Storm. I'm going to go get a Witchbane Orb instead. You can't target right. me. So That level of versatility is insane. Yeah, it's it's that. Or or I'm playing in something to where it's like, oh, man, uh, let me go get Pithing Needle. Um, let me go get Spell Kite. Let me go get Sorcerer. Like, there's so many things. Like, the other thing right, I could have right. gone for. You have a, you have a Wish on a, on a body. Yep. Like that that's really powerful in general. Especially again in a format where like modern where a lot of people are playing glass cannons in a sense. Yeah, I mean that's there's not a there's not a lot of high resiliency fair decks running around. I guess humans is kind of the fair deck, so is uh, Shadow. 
but really you don't see a whole bunch of other other decks that are totally fair quote unquote that aren't trying to just do this really linear pattern of going and doing their one thing yeah which actually I'm just gonna pull up uh, MTG goldfish real quick oh uh, that's oh no I'm on um I'm on star city I have MTG in another screen though, so uh, I'm just uh <laughs> I'm just I'm pulling up their modern list. So yeah, like, oh man, Azorius Control, really? It's uh, it's doing that well. What's the, what's the new changeup? Oh, to both to fairies. That'll do it. So I I've been playing a little bit of standard recently. Yeah. Cause just I can't get off the certain. Oh my, wow, that Azorius Control is up there. Um, I'm able to get out to the modern scene as much, and. The 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 double because what I'm what I'm playing now is mono red, in in modern, I mean yeah. standard and yeah, in yeah. um. Arena of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's um the arena grind has been the the toughest thing for me, just because I want to play a three color deck and the rares wild cards for lands is so painful. Well, I actually uh started I've built Grixis. With uh, oh man, how's that been? It is a here's the here's the 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 whole premise of that deck. Let me so delay. Hold on one second. May, yeah. may I ask real quick? Grixis yes. mid range or control? Grixis Grixis planeswalkers everywhere. Uh, okay, so are you topping off with like uh, command the dreadhorde? Uh, no, actually. Okay, the build I have or I'm doing on there, or trying to do. Like I said, I need to get a few more of the lands and a few more of the... It, it is Grixis Control, though. Okay. So it's... So it's Nikki B, it's Nikki B, it's Li Liliana, and it's... um. Oh, man, this this build actually has uh, Narset instead. Maybe I should switch up, put her in. Narset's been... A Narset's been a powerhouse from what I've seen. And I think, honestly, the, the fact that we've got these three-mana Planeswalkers is ridiculous. It's really turning, in my mind, it's turning a lot of these like almost control decks into more of a mid-rangey plan because you can just start doing this incremental advantage so much quicker. Well, the thing I've discovered with it is the basically um, Thought Eraser, Bedeviled... Um, Rampage are something to delay the game a little bit to get you whatever mana you need to start dropping big stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I I like it, but it's one of those things to where it it creates a long game. It creates a yeah. very like it's it's either someone quits as soon as they figure out what you're doing, or you're in for a a good bit of uh, time with it. A slugfest back and forth a bit. Yeah, yeah. That hopefully if you can get the right stuff going, you'll come out on top, but. Sometimes the cards just don't come up in your favor. So that's so that's been my play on there because I feel like mono red is so expected now. Well, I mean mono red is consistent. Um, again, you don't have to worry about spending extra on lands. The entire the price point I'm looking at right now is ninety five bucks or ninety seven dollars. Depending compared on the bill. to yeah, but the the I guess most current one that MTG Goldfish has. Um, next up in line as far as closest price point is probably Azorius aggro at twice that. And uh, if you're talking about, you know, again, standard where people are trying to spend, I mean, I mean my play group, at least that I've been at my local location has been more towards the aggro builds to where they're not spending 40 bucks on, again, it's a fairy. Well, here's the thing. I was playing a uh, mono blue tempo 
and um, there's this thing called it gets wrecked now in certain matchups, like just bad. Yeah, totally. Because um, um, once you get enough like planeswalkers on the board and stuff going off, it's just like, yeah, I'm shut down now. Right. That, again, that incremental advantage outweighs kind of the card advantage draw that you're getting from mono white or mono blue. Uh, uh, yeah. Roll for first. Totally. Ten. Seven. You got. All right. So are we still doing the new mulligan rule? Yes, sir. Or the the soon to be new mulligan rule. Yeah, the uh, the upcoming. Yes. Um, the anticipated. Mulligan. So I mean, like I said, I'm I'm I've dipped my toe back into standard as just a one building mono red was a not that big of an endeavor for me to be honest. Like sticking my neck out, it was more of oh hey, I have some cards I'm not using right now. Let me trade those in and get what I just what I need left because I have a lot of it already. And right. now, and then it's just going in because, like I said, I had mono blue because same concept there. I had most of the stuff, and I'm gonna cut in the middle. Yep. And and yeah, so I mean that that's that's the thing. I can't get out to our modern stuff as often because of my new work schedule. But I try to, you know, if I can make it out to standard, then instead, so I can at least get some magic going on. Totally, I'm right there with you. Um... Other than that, I've been a diehard Angel fan, and I can't, for, for the life of me, I'm board all of them this. out yet. Uh, so I've been playing some variation of Boros to Mardu Colors, and uh, I'm not going to lie. What I have been playing recently has been a Mardu build off the back of Dreadhorde Butcher and Adanto Vanguard. Oh, you're okay, so you're doing the, the, the Butcher route, which is a little bit of an uphill climb i feel sometimes for other for your opponent to get around yeah exactly that and i have a few mentor triggers because i kept a rally in there mm -hmm. it's an incredibly good way to get in because uh butcher being red gives him trample and then the plus two so uh i've essentially rebuilt most of my deck uh to take advantage of a johnny in a lot of ways with the plus one plus one counters and also getting back two drops yep uh, so that's kind of what I've been kind of refocusing around. Uh, I attempted to use Soren uh, to bring back Resplendent Angel because there is way too many games up against, well, Mono Red and the uh, the Blue Red Phoenix variants uh, that let me, I, my Angel just gets nuked. Let and me that pause. just has so much feel bad. You're there for yeah. a second. If there's one bane of my existence that exists right now in any form of magic, it is Art Light Phoenix. Uh, art like, so I have not had the opportunity to truly play against it, but holy cow. I have, I've played uh, against somebody that runs it. It is like, I, I might as well just slam my head against the table at certain points. It is absolutely insane from, from what I've seen. Okay, I'm going to keep this. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking to once, so we're going to take Bruna, or this card. This secret card that no one heard me accidentally say. Uh, and I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and lead off of a forest and then a birds of paradise and pass. All right. So draw. Neat. Uh, let's do wooded foothills. Let's crack up some wooded foothills. And we are going to go for a... Old Blood Crypt. Ye old so Blood I'm, Crypt. So I'm down to 17 now after that fun 
extravaganza and beautiful. Um, and I'm already winning. Yes, you you are you <laughs> are on the win right now, and I'm going to tap that to faithless loot because um yeah reasons. one yeah no dude love two, it two and let's One's discard some stuff. Game. Uh, let's discard some life and let's discard, uh, amalgam. Okay. I'm just going to keep my graveyard or along the bottom because I, I greatly appreciate that. It, 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 when I, when I play this on paper in front of somebody, it, it's just, I have like my graveyard going across bottom. Cause I'm like, trust me, it's easier this way because of what's about to happen. Hold directly above. Yep. Uh, so back on the modern scheme, uh, yes. you asked me what I wanted to see getting banned uh yeah. is there's is there something on your chopping block is it phoenix or is it something completely different okay. what uh what are your thoughts phoenix is fair phoenix is it's 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 fair because you playing three spells in a turn is it the thing that i don't like about it is not only do you have phoenix but you have the thing in the ice and it's and it's the combo of both of them that that just drives me up the wall Okay, and that's that, that's that's what's getting yeah. me recently. Um, if ah, uh, see, I wouldn't want to ban because, like I said, they're both fair cards, but it's the combo of both of them that that's like irritating to me. Yeah. And the sad thing is, out of that deck, will probably be the ban, faithless looting. It, probably. It would, it, it, you you don't. I. Yeah, I would not. You be cure the symptoms, not the disease. If that makes any sense. You, you you ease the symptoms instead of the disease, if that makes sense. Because banning those two would be like, why? But banning Faithless Looting would cripple it a little bit better. Well, like I said, Faithless Looting, if you ban Faithless, you're, you're hitting multiple decks across the bar. There are, there are a bunch of tier one decks that use it. You're playing a deck that's using it. Uh, before Phoenix was around, there was uh, Hollowed One that was also, I believe, using it. Uh, Grixis Shadow plays it as well. Almost any deck that can run it does if the graveyard matters in any any such form. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pitch uh, two green cards in order to play a Allosaurus on the field. It is currently a 3-3, and then I'll pass to you. A 3-3, you say. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm not going to draw. I'm actually going to dredge for life. You don't say. One, two. Oh, I made a boo-boo. Three. What? Not exiling my graveyard? Uh, no, I accidentally um shuffled my sideboard into my main. Oh. <laughs> so I, I'm playing a 71 card deck. I'm proud of you. Thanks, uh, dude. Let's faithless loot some more. Uh, we're gonna hit that first. So let's hit okay. the the thug. One, two, three. Four. Well, where's your narcomibas, man? Where I at? know. Where where is this stuff? I actually need to draw a card. This is sad. This is a sad day for this is a sad day for Canada and thus the world. Oh, and I just showed you that card too. So, um, what was that Timberland Gorge? Might have been. Uh, I'm gonna okay. play my land for turn. It's um Timberland Gorge. Huh. And um. Oh, I need to discard two. Let's uh, let's discard life and thug. Pass. 
I'm not That'll good do. with I'm not good with dredge, by the way. I don't know what it is, but it just sometimes me and it just don't get along. That's that's absolutely fair. Uh, I'm gonna swing for three. God dang it! I'm down to um. <laughs> Here it to comes. Fourteen. Yep. Here's the heat. It's a three-three. Watch out. Oh, uh, pass. All right. Uh, let's dredge four. All right, so what are you looking for in the opening hand of Dredge? Um, you want – okay, the rules I've been told with it, because like I said, I'm still learning this deck. Like, like if there's mm -hmm. a deck that I'm like, Elves, I got it. Storm, I've got it. Um, Mono White Proc is kind of the other one I'm still learning, but I, I don't know many people that play it, and I know one of the people that's played it like tournament – wise who play who who lives in the area and stuff so he's kind of going over stuff with me with it but it's not like uh it's kind of once again i had most of the pieces want to just put this together right situation uh with this i've been told make sure you have a make sure you have a green source and a red source so you can get um keep going off of life if you need to uh make sure you have faithless looting in there because that's going to help you a lot in a lot of situations, which on right. that note, um, let's go for uh, City of Brass. Let's tap. Ouch. We're going to Faithless Loot again. Yep, we're going to faithless, faithless Loot again. Flash it on back. Flash All right. it on back. So, so I'm assuming you're going to dredge instead of draw? Yep, I'm going to dredge. Um, let's dredge both the lives out of here. Life from a loom. Yeah, life from the loom. Which I've got to assume, you got to be hitting something. Six. Trigger that. There it is. There it is. Finally. And then trigger okay. that. Beautiful. Stuff happened. Things are things are in the works. So, uh, Narcomiba's out. I got both the prize amalgams ready to go, and I'm going to probably have to discard. One, two. Well, I have to discard for Faithless, so um, there's that. And let's get rid of one of the lifes. And one, two, three, four, five. So, yeah. I mean, you, you don't want anything that's... I mean, ideally, you kind of also... Past turn. Um, you kind of want yeah. a dredger in your hand, too, so you, can, you know you can have that as the discard to start your thing going. Because you might want to, you basically want to draw maybe turn one if you absolutely have to, but you want to get the dredge going as quickly as possible. I'm going to swing for three. Uh, I'll block with Narcomoeba. Bye bye, buddy. Right. So, all right. So uh, and then um, pass up. Go for it. Got the got those. So let's um, let's see what the biggest dredger is in here. Um, so a discard effect, something that dredges, yeah. essentially is, is kind of the, the things that you really want to get your hand started to get your graveyard pumping. Yep. Or also okay. the, the Shriekhorns are really handy to have in hand. Um, you, you lose three, I gain three. Ooh. Love of Creeping Show. Yeah. Exile. I forgot about that tech. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's something that that is, that is deadly in my opinion. Like, in this deck, that is something that is not fun for people to deal with. Um, let's go... 
Let's go land for turn. Uh, what is you're at seventeen? Land for turn triggers one. Where's the other one? I had two in here. Two bloodgast. And I got my hand. Hmm. You got a blocker if needed. So let's hit the faithless looting again. Ouch. Man, that's that uh, arena tapping. What? The, <laughs> the how, how light you've tapped your lands? I. It's the arena tapping. <laughs> I just do it slightly like that. It's something I've always done. I'm going to do um, life first. One, two, three, Narcabiba. I'm going to do Stinkweed Imp for five. And discarding Stinkweed and Thug. And passing turn. Yeah, passing turn. Okay. So, I've got another question for you. Why am I not attacking? Because I'm stupid. No, uh, <laughs> no, don't make me sacrifice my board. Uh, now I've got a 4-4. Four four. It's all your fault. Uh, what? Oh, you've got an Archimedia back? Yippee. Uh, so... How quickly can this board state really happen? Like, uh, again, um, when we're talking can... about going up against, like, Phoenix, that's typically a rather fast board state. They can really crank it out. Do you have those same draws with... Turn Fred? three to four is when you should almost have them dead. Like they're, like, they're hanging on by a thread at that point, if you do it correctly. If you hit okay. the right stuff, if you hit those creeping chills like you're supposed to, if you go off of that stuff like that's the thing like that this 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 deck is there there's a reason it's it's very high up in in a lot of the builds but here's the funny thing we've been discussing this and we kind of touch on um modern horizons but oh yeah we haven't even but here's the funny thing i can't think of anything out of modern horizons i want to really put in any of my main decks like there's ironically there's um commander stuff yeah, uh, and I've, I've heard a few people joke that it's just, it's like Battle Bond. Command Horizons. Commander Horizons, yeah, it's it's something completely different. Um, there isn't a ton that I'm in love with, to be honest with you. Uh, looking the list over, just, just looking at even the Mythics, mm. um, I have no idea where Sarah the benevolent is supposed to be at i i can actually point out where like if there's one that is the one i want sarah why for for mono white okay for modern Uh, because of that makes sense yeah i mean but it's one of those things i don't play modern product that often it's just yeah since i since a lot of people play burn around here it was a fun like let me build this so i can sit there and laugh a little bit because Oh, burn, totally. burn picks apart Tron pretty quickly. Uh, I'm going to pass the turn to you. Um, right, but five. we're talking about a four-mana Planeswalker still. In comparison, the other Planeswalker is a two-mana Planeswalker, and she feels like she fits in. Like, you could really... Like, she seems very much ready to play out the gate. 
Like, there is not a stretch for me to go, okay, I, I would never want to use this in a deck. Um, uh, that's the... Ray, I'm, I'm scrolling Ren, down. And six. Ren and six, yeah. Yeah, that's the... A two-mana Planeswalker, that seems pretty dang powerful. Uh, return up to two uh, target lands from your graveyard to your hand. Um, deal one damage to any target, minus seven. You get an emblem... Sorry, I'm trying to read this like over my oh, mic and stuff. So, yeah. Um, whenever instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard have retrace. Yes. Okay. So I believe that's what pitch a pitch a land while you and you can play it from the graveyard or something like that. Yes, I I'll, I'll have something on that in a second. Let me just do this turn real quick. Oh yeah, go for um, it. Um, what's your what's your Allosaurus bad boy at? This is a four four. Um, all right, I'm going to tap red, red. I'm going to, um, I know it's in here. Just got to find, ah, and we can flagulate. Uh, I'm going to discard one, two, three, four, five. And, um, I can deal X damage divided as you choose between target creatures and or player. I'm going to do four to the Allosaur, one to the bird, and then swing with the team. Okay, uh, in response, okay. I am going to tap for a green, tap for a black. Uh, I'm going to trophy my own rider. What? 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 I need lands, dog. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I, I, shuffled, I shuffled my sideboard into my deck, and I only run 20 lands in this thing. Bold move, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, you got me, you got me caught off guard, and I accidentally shuffled it all in. That's my excuse. Okay. Uh, and then how much, how much damage am I taking through this? Two. Uh, looks like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Is that true? Yep. Is that accurate? Cool. Yep, it's eleven. Lovely. I will then take eleven damage. So you've got me down to six. Huzzah. My go. Yep. I mean, like right. I said, I don't know, because there's cards that, who knows, it's one of those things, did I think New Karn was going to be a big thing? Eh. Uh, I mean, he kind of is in one way or another. Well, he is now, but when he was coming out, it was sort of a, meh. I'm going to play a Forest, I'm going to play an E-Witness, uh, I'm going to get back my trophy from the graveyard, out of spite. Uh, good, 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 I like that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did you hear that the, um, oh, where is it? The, um, Ashtar Drift. If you take a look at you that mean artwork. The, uh, uh, the Astral uh, Drift? Yeah, the Astral Drift. The, uh, the, literally the vehicle drifting in the promo art? Uh, yeah, well, this one, it's the regular artwork is a lot of people think the original Eternal Witness art. If you look at her, she matches up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling up right now. Uh, where are you? Drift. Close, you're close. Ooh, that's a stretch. I, I've, I've seen a comparison thing, but I'm like, eh, whatever. It's, I just it's thought it was fun of, to point out. It's a bit out. of a stretch. Uh, right next to it, though, Archmage's Charm. How do you feel about this card? Um, it seems like, hey, we want to do, uh, oh, why am I forgetting the card now? Uh, a cryptic cancel? Command. Uh, a, a worse cryptic? A worse cryptic and a technically worse cancel too, because it's all blue. So if you're playing any color but mono blue, okay, 
Because I mean, you can. Count, um, you can uh... Yeah, and I mean, like, is this is this something that even like I said before, uh, Azorius ag- uh, control, white blue aggro uh, control? Is this is this something that you could even imagine being playable in something like that? Because I don't particularly see it there. I don't see it there either. Um, I I do see force force of negate force of negation being a thing though. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a thing in quite a few different formats. Yes. I, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for Force of Despair as well. Uh, Force of Rage, I'm not sure where I want this. Um, I can tell you where apparently Star City has placed its pricing, which I think they're saying not much. That the fact makes that a lot of sense at, to me. At the moment of the record, it is uh, $1.50 for a rare, which... Okay, so at its worst, you pitch a card into your graveyard. Or I'm, no, I'm, exiles, I'm assuming so you've, you've conceded, by the way, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually talking about our real our real discussion now. Okay, back back to that now. I'm assuming at, at its absolute worst, you essentially create a three-one yeah. to lock against what humans? Who who has creatures that are small enough that a, a three-one can actually kill? Probably humans, right? We're, we have a wide board, something that you want to stave off low amount of damage. But in the Nats best, it's three mana and you have, what, a lightning ball? A ball yeah. lightning? Which so, seems... Now I'm going to unsideboard because I'm a fool. Well, there is something for, for Dredge in here, technically. But I don't see myself being someone who would need to run it. Like, I could see it maybe if it... It's the, um, there's the, where is it? It's a rare, it's like that creature that's like, you can dredge or, um, exile stuff from your graveyard. Oh, it's, it should be at the very top. It's the, um, I, oh, wait, I, I no, got mine organized differently. Else. I apologize. It's that's the, fair. It's the legendary creature avatar, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Oh, uh, you have to either delve or convoke. Yes. And or evoke. Yes, you cannot cast this with, like, just mana. Normal casting costs. Nope. So, I... Can I see that in Dredge? I can mean, you? I could. It just... It, I don't know. I just feel like it's counterintuitive to what Dredge needs to do. Yeah, I mean, look, look at what you just did now. You played, essentially, five different creatures. The biggest toughness is a 3-3. This is really a... a a go wide kind of strategy. Do you need something like that in order to but, but facilitate I'm, what you're doing? I'm trying to get behind the thought process of where some of this stuff is coming from for them, like where where they're building, like what they think, like right. this is the answer. What's to. What's gonna play it? Yeah, because that's the thing. I don't see anything they're putting out in this as like a direct response to stuff. I mean, per se. No, there's it. It looks like we have a bit of a flavor wind. We've got some tribal support that we haven't had. Uh, we've got, honestly, I think one of the biggest things that I was sad about is the fact that we have still not gotten uh, snow-covered duels. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's something like everyone's obsessed with, like getting snow-covered snow something. We all want it. Uh, don't get me wrong. The new full art basics are astoundingly beautiful. I am, I am putting those solidly into um, Storm because why not have just 
all those beautiful cards in there. Uh, getting the swords Absolutely. is is nice. Having slivers be a thing again is nice, but it's... But are they? Are they going to be a thing? Again, they will like... be a thing in draft. Okay, yes. Yes. Uh, they how... will be a bigger thing in commander. 110%. They will be a experiment in modern still there will be something that. that 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 will float around in modern again as because every now and it's one of those things i love slivers i love them to death they're so much fun i played during during um the the this this, this set was alluded to being a a love letter to time spiral and i can definitely see that like there's a lot of old a lot of new all that stuff and yeah, there, there's a lot of nostalgia in it. I like it a lot. And I, I love it for that. But the sliver thing is I'm like, I, I, I've, I've always wanted slivers to be a bigger thing, but it's just they're too known of a, of a threat to a lot of people. Like, yeah. And there's something that I feel, and no offense if you're new to magic, I feel like once you discover what slivers are, you're like, oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just win every night now with this and – yeah, you'll probably get a few games, but it's one of those things to where I feel like they're like Merfolk too. Like like the fish became a big thing for a while and I think have kind of fallen off the map again. Well, I mean, yeah, because well, humans are just better. They are. They they humans really are, are. are just better. They they have more interaction, more humans get printed than Merfolk in general. So it will always just purely be better. Um So, yeah, I and don't get me wrong, I love tribal decks. Oh, I and, and commander, I'm all about it. Um, which also makes me a little sick that humans are so powerful because, well, I like them, but I don't want to buy them. Yes. An- another thing, uh, changelings coming back around. Like I said, this yeah. format seems like a lot of fun in limited in like a draft scenario because you've got a lot of stuff there that that can be a lot of fun. Like I don't know how coward would work in any other set because coward's uh, something oh that floats gosh, around man. in. Yeah, that's. In this, I would but, never expect that. But it's something that outside of this, of the limited format for this, you're never going to need it. Yeah. Because how uh, often there, do you see changelings? Mm, very rarely. Never. never. Not. I mean, well, we just got a Azorius changeling that's probably going to be sideboarded real quick. Yep. The Unsettled Mariner. Uh, yeah. I expect that to be in humans almost immediately. If you want kind of another Thalia-esque... Uh, effect um but the fact that it is a shapeshifter and a changeling that that's huge um for a lot of tribal decks that might actually bring some more other uh into play speaking of which merfolk maybe this yeah. is more of a, a better option for them uh they have to splash white for it but i think that's totally doable uh modern is exceptionally good at creating a solid mana base um I well, if you have of... cavernous souls or um un- uncharted territory Oh yeah, you're done. You're good. Yeah, you're, you're but good I just there. mean just the, the the fetch shock combination that we have access to. Yeah. You don't you don't really struggle with with having all your colors on every turn that you need them. Speaking uh, of fetching colors, there yeah. are the pain lands. With 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 the draw. Yeah, yeah, I'm, the uh, the horizon canopy lands. I really like that these are going to be a thing. I think that if there is one thing to come out of this, which funny enough, lands are not something people normally think of per se, but that's definitely something I think that's going to come out of this. It's going to be, if, if, if anything is going to come out of this set, that's going to be played more. It's that 
It's 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 yeah. those. It's those are going to uh, become a thing. I, I see them as almost auto includes. Horizons Canopy is like the second or third, I think third most played land in modern. Yep. Uh, so the fact that we've got essentially all the enemy color pairings, and by the way, the artwork is fantastic on all of them. Mm-hmm. The Sunbay Canyon is probably my least favorite, mainly because it's all orange, but the 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 others are just gorgeous. Uh, but yeah, I think as far as you know, fixing yourself from mana, like just mana floods, this and with the London Mulligan, I. I feel like we're going to be pretty well off as far as making sure that we have things to play on our turns, uh, which is exciting. Again, it leads to less non-games of Magic and, and more f- actual fun. And and that's the thing. I mean, if this thing will pull one thing out, it it I, I think their their approach now is try to make more non-games like yeah. a thing of the past. And that's, like I said, I think we brought up a good point, you know, with playing and with the new rules and stuff, that's what they're going for, I feel. Um Another thing I just wanted to point out real quick that I noticed as going while going through here, and I just lost my place with it. Ah, uh, the prismatic uh, vista. Yeah. The the four of. Yep. In <laughs> uh, <laughs> any deck that you want to search out, basic. So, uh, for example, what I was just playing, um, the older style of Eldritch Evolution usually plays uh, some number of, or was playing some number of Utopia's brawls. Mm. I want to fetch up a forest for that. Yeah. I don't particularly... So for me, it's more of, cool, now I've got those four options in addition to uh, my other color pairing for shocks, or I mean for fetches, which I'm really hoping that they they tend to maybe drop the price point a little compared to what the other fetches currently are at. Um, Some of the fetches are ridiculous right now. Oh, yeah, they're, they're insane. And ultimately, like, that's... I, and I'm assuming it's going to take probably a few more of these maybe modern legal sets specifically that uh, hopefully we get something for snow fetching and some snow shocks as well. Because I'd love to see more of those lands in just to kind of help well, the price point. Here's the other thing I'm wondering. Is snow's a big part of this set? Yeah. I'm just I would call it a theme. I'm just wondering if that means that there's more snow stuff in the future or if they're just calling back to it. Because I'm like, I don't see many people playing a lot of snow stuff. So actually, I saw a Versus series from Star City Games mm-hmm. where uh, I think as Ross Miriam played Sultai Snow with some of the new snow cards and some other things that they had access to. And honestly, like as far as what he was playing... What felt bad about it was the fact that he couldn't really get his color fixing and get his number of snow permanents online at the same time. It was this, this essentially his mana base was trying to fight itself and do two different things in order to get value out of all these snow permanents that he's trying to play. Uh, Dead of Winter was really the only card that I thought looked good uh, in the matchups that he played against, um, which is a pretty sweet... Uh, a pretty sweet board wipe, to be honest. Getting giving the negative X ability, uh, negative X withering effect is pretty solid. Um, otherwise, the snow snake that does a decent impression of the legacy bird that I can't think of anything right now. Uh, Ice Fang Kotal looks really cool, and I really want to play it. 
but I, I just don't see it as being playable quite yet with the amount of snow permanents that we have access to. So I think snow is probably going to take a backseat for a while in comparison to some of the other effects that we already have access to. I, I feel like with this set, they're they're more right on the money than they have been in the past with stuff with, I mean, this, this being straight to modern. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, like I said, do I see a lot of these being things that I'm like, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to where I'm like, I got to buy a box and crack one of these. Right. Not really, but. Oh, I'm going to be doing pre-release draft on this Friday. So. I, I, I'm very excited for it still because I think there's a lot of stuff that could change up the game. Um. You've also got Karn, Karn and um, Stony Silence on a stick over here too. The um, the collector creature uh, activated. I remember him. Activated I abilities think. of artifacts can't be activated. So there's another shutdown for artifacts. That's pretty also, sweet. Also, bears bears are being a th- bears are finally becoming a thing again. So uh, they're going to be a thing maybe in Commander. I don't I don't ever see them actually being close to viable in Modern. But what I think is probably uh, I think goblins can possibly be there. You, you think you think goblins will I, get there? I think goblins might get there um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, Goblin Matron is pretty powerful. Um, I, I'm really excited to see what uh, that card will actually bring to a, a Goblins list, but I think it'll probably be in a kind of value-y, sacky kind of style where we're doing a lot of pinging. Um, but that's really where I see maybe Goblins taking its... It's actually doing something in Modern, which would be exciting. I mean, Goblins has been uh, a fan favorite for such a long time, and it, it's a legacy staple for the most part. It is. And it, I think it's going to be something different than the classic 8-whack style of goblins um, that we've seen in the past for Modern. Uh, I think it's going to take some tinkering for someone to figure it out, but I think it's definitely there. Um, looking over the list of new cards as well, I, again, I think um, humans are always going to get some sort of card out of the situation. The biggest one is probably going to be uh, what's his face? Uh, the pyromancer. Uh, actually, season. I wasn't think I wasn't thinking of uh, season pyromancer. I was thinking of Captain Ra- uh, Ranger Captain of Eos. Oh, oh yeah, that's another one that that mono the, white the, could the could... three drop that that searches for a one drop, and um, they've got some pretty powerful one drops, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it can definitely just take the place of uh, Militia Bugler had in the past. Uh, I think also hardened scales might be seeing something. Uh, they might be testing out a little bit of fun stuff that we have here. There's some new construct um, synergies, which is pretty sweet. Uh, as far as Season Pyromancer goes, I kind of want to see that. Where was you? Where are you? Now, I got a question. Yeah, go for are, it. Are you disappointed that there is no Colossal Dreadmaw in this set? No. I'm not. I'm not disappointed in not having Colossal Dreadmaw. Uh, I, I need totally four prints of that card. Do what? Oh, four different prints. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, uh, keep playing standard. You're probably going to get it. <laughs> I think so. There, there's two cards that just going over the list here. I, I have question marks on. Okay. Uh, Yogmoth and Cabal Therapist. Um, Yagmoth is a sideboard thing I can see for black against humans, or, uh, what was the other one, Cabal? 
Cabal therapist, the one that has uh, that makes you sack in order to um, look at your opponent's hand and or call a card and look at your opponent's hand to have them discard it. Oh yeah, the, the one that they that, that was like one of the first Cabal therapist. Yeah, that was that was that was the first one. At the beginning uh, of I, your pre-combat I, main phase, sacrifice you may sacrifice creature. When you do, choose a non-land card name. Non-land card name. Target player reveals their hand if they have that or discard all cards of that name. And this is for one. Yes. Does not creature does not have to attack. It's just a this creature exists on the board. Trigger. You can sack it. You can yeah. So hmm. right off the bat, your first sack probably isn't going to do much. It's going to give you card information for the most part, unless you already had some sort of card information, like if say they fetched for a certain land. Yeah. Um. Then Cabal Therapist is good. Otherwise, your second sack makes Cabal Therapist good because you already have pre, pre-knowledge of what's going on in their hand so you can take their best threat or their, their piece that they need. But our, what what are we playing that allows us to just mass... I, oh, hey, this is where Force of Rage comes in, where I can just pitch a pitch a card and create... Oh, no, it, it, they'd, they'd be exiled on, your, on the end step, so it wouldn't even matter. Never mind. Uh, Force of Rage is bad. <laughs> it's it's bad. No we're just gonna keep coming to that conclusion. Yeah, that's truly what it is. It's just bad. But um, the only thing I think of really is is again more like that dredge aspect where if you are actually sacrificing a real creature, not a token creature, you have some sort of way to, to recur it back. Maybe even an undead or like uh, un, I mean undying or uh, something of that nature. Persist deck maybe yeah. floating around eventually. That Cabal Therapist really takes advantage of it, but I, I don't really see this making a huge splash quite yet. And yeah, Yogmoth probably sideboard for the most part. Looking over the rest of these Mythics, uh, e- uh, Echo of Eons looks like it's going to be great if you can flash it back, but unless you flash it back, it's going to be trash. Uh, you're never actually going to want to pay six for it. Yeah. Um, Hex Drinker. That, that oh, looks like fun. That looks like it a looks, lot of fun. It, it looks like fun, but it also looks like uh, Warden of the First Tree or another another card where you have to put mana into it to make it better. Because as soon as someone attempts to put their level three counter on this, I'm going to push it. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. going to die, and I and I'm going to let you invest that much mana to do it so. So I, I, I'm looking over at these, I, I don't I don't know where they're supposed to be going. And I think uh, I like the set as a whole. I really do. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait to, again, draft this. But I, I am... I don't see it having the answers that I kind of want Modern to have. Okay, here's, here's some answers I'm going to give real quick. The Ranger Captain of Eos easily can go in Mono White because it can replace the, um, the Ranger of Eos. Yeah. That's that's there. Uh the Planeswalker, the wrench and six. Yep. Um ring, We did gr- get we did get land matters cards in this too though. Yeah. Um Yeah, because you could sack land could actually become a thing. Sack draw with the and then just keep recurring it. Um where I see this being handy for me is I do have red green land destruction. And okay, throwing so that you're playing in, Ponza. Yeah, so so for Ponza, having that in there would be awesome it's to have that sweet. 
to have that reoccurrence of I can bring back my fetch lands and refetch them, or you know if if I got a blood um a blood moon on the thing, just bring back a fetch land and it's up. It's a red land now. Yeah, cool. I got this. So and then uh, the emblem where I can recast and blow up more of your lands. Like who hurt you? What who hurt you for Ponza? Yeah. Nobody. Why are you playing Ponza? Why are you hurting people like this? Because I play Tron, and I wanna, I wanna understand the person that wants to hate me. That's that's fair, man. I I wanna um, know what 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 I've what I will do to them because I'm not the only one that plays Ponza in this area too. That's the funny part. Um, uh, Scape Shift was a big thing for, around here for a while. Scape Scape Shift and Titan Shift were a big thing yeah. for a little bit around here. So I basically. I try not to play the meta in the area, but Ponza's really fun to take. Like, I would love to take it to a bigger tournament and just, I know I'm not going to go. I I know I'm not going to go far with it, but I'm going to mess somebody's day up so bad. Because around here, I'll get matched up with people, and it's like, I'm playing a mono black deck. And I'm like, well, damn. Of course you are. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, of course you are. Cool. Who's the next person Um, I'm playing? You're you're playing mono red burn? Mm, Awesome. I'm trying to think of other other things that actually look pretty good. Actually, uh, I love Giver of Runes. I love Giver of Runes for several different reasons. You've you've said this um, before, and, yeah, and I, I've, I've, I I want this conversation to happen now. I love Giver of Runes for for a few things. Uh, one, I think it's actually going to be really great in Cheerios. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be great. Um, it's a one drop. It will protect essentially a, a paladin or a Saram, um, so that you keep going through your, your steps. Uh, they also got another card, which, uh, what was it? The, oh, I missed it. I'm so silly. Anyway, they got a blue card that it basically allows you to do silly things with artifacts, if I remember correctly. Um, and basically I think balance Urza? Claim. No, well, yes, Urza, Urza Thopter is going to be insane. Yeah. Uh, I expect that to run around. But yeah, I like Giver of Runes uh, essentially as a protection piece for things like that. I also, dude, I want to put together at least an Esper Shadow list because I really want to play around. It can exist now. I really want to play with Giver of Runes. Uh, I really want to have that Ranger Captain Vios in it. And like I said earlier with with Standard, um, I have been such a huge fan of Adanto Vanguard and potentially just being able to sack for life, sack for life, sacrifice for life, uh, and then have a gigantic shadow, and then, I don't know, give it protection against whatever color my opponent's playing from Giver of Runes, and swing? Doesn't sound like a horrible idea. So I, I really like the idea of just essentially switch out the red for the white, giving yourself protection instead of, well, destruction spells in a lot of, in a lot of cases. Um and still having that heavy dredge, or not dredge, but delve aspect that normal Grixis has. Because I think that's totally, totally acceptable. I'm just re-looking over some of the stuff real quick, just because I'm like, I, yeah. I, I, I see a lot of stuff, but it's kind of like, it's this this set for me is more nostalgia than playability. That is that is also what it feels like in a lot of ways, too. Because the uh, flavor text on all these are, like, awesome. Yeah. And I think one thing that Modern Horizons has definitely been successful at is give us the feeling of nostalgia from an eternal format in which it is. Yes. 
You know, and I think that is one of the big wins that it has brought. I think that's what people will open the packs for. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I am keeping my fingers crossed for Urza because, well, CEDH. Yeah. Um, he's he's just bonkers. Um, he's gonna go everywhere. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, he's gonna get banned. <laughs> uh, Urza's, Urza's. I was not, I was gonna say not, if, going, if... not living in Commander for very long. That or he's gonna get my beautiful Paradox Engine banned, and then I'll be upset. So I was I was gonna say if there's anything in here that's gonna get banned, what do you think it is? And yes, that that that's pretty top of the list. I think Urza, yeah, he he can enable just such such shenanigans, things that well, kind of what KCI was able to do with essentially generating loops of mana. I would not be surprised if Urza sticks around for a bit. Uh, everyone jumps on the Urza bandwagon and everyone enjoys it for a bit and then eventually he gets either a soft or a hard hard band. And just general all over or just only certain uh, I think I mean, certain modern, formats. Modern is probably going to be safe. Uh, I would not be surprised because the backlash of the hammer in Commander. I was about to say because of the awesome backlash of hey you guys gave us this um, set and then you banned one of the best cards out of it. Yeah. Uh, one deck that I think also might rise up from this, maybe, just maybe, ninjas. You know what? I, I ninjas might be a thing. I I miss that that part of magic. Like I somehow in in my realms of I'm not playing to I'm playing again. I like dodge that perfectly. So when they I, were announcing ninjas, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But. But yeah, I mean, they, they seem to be a thing. Um, I think um, if it, if I could make one change, uh, in the set they released uh, Kess. Yeah. Uh, I would switch her out for the the commander in the blue white the um, the Ninjutsu Matters commander. Uh, and print her in a modern instead. I don't think Kess really has much of a spot. Uh, she's really powerful in Commander simply because, well, she's essentially a Snapcaster-type effect on a body in your command zone, which that in itself is a pretty powerful aspect to have. Uh, but I don't think she really has much of a spot in Modern, mainly because she's four, she's four mana. And again, you do get basically that every turn Snapcaster feel, but just play Snapcaster instead. Why not, man? Why, why, why don't I go crack those packs instead? That's yeah. that's the other thing that vaguely kind of made me a little irritated is I thought these were gonna be like regularly priced packs. Oh no, dude! Oh, uh, I, I I thought for a very little bit buddy. there. I'm like I'm like because they are like we're move, we're moving the MSRP on these things. And I'm like, what if they're gonna make Horizons normal pack price? And then no. it's like you fool. Yeah, <laughs> there there are definitely some cards here that are obviously for Commander though, and I'm totally fine with it. I'm. So glad to get the essentially the the last of the talismans. Yeah, get that set fixed and done, and I'm I'm stoked for that. I'm really excited to see where maybe some of these cards are actually going to be some seeing some play. I want that shapeshifter uh, commander. I think the biggest thing, yeah, just for stupidity one, reasons. Just, I mean, like you could have any wonky, silly um, tribe now. Yeah, and that's great. Like, go have fun. Go have fun in the jank. I love the jank. It's a great place. Uh, but I think the, the biggest thing that I have against most of these cards that I've been seeing so far is that 
mana price wise, they make sense for yeah. a set that's going to have limited play. Modern wise, I just don't see it. Like some of these cards are just way too overpriced to ever see the light of day in modern. And I kind of wish that that Wizards does create a product where it's not meant for the limited format. Where it gives us reprints, where it gives us these these whole hosts of cards that mm-hmm. they want to introduce to a format, but they don't have to have it go through a or it's not built for a draft system either. I kind of want to see something like that along the way as well. Um, final final thing on this, I just want to ask mm-hmm. you. There, there was a lot. I mean, now, now we have the full list, so so we're, we're yeah, good we've got there. it all. We're 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 good there on that. But my question is. Is there anything you would have wanted to see reprinted? Like there, 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 there's reprints so like in a, here, like there. legacy staple, uh, staples that yeah. I wanted to see reprinted. Yeah, because um, there's I, stuff in here like um, Diabolic Edict. Did we really need that reprinted? No, we didn't. And see, that's again, that's one of those things where I feel like it's more of funsies stuff. Did we um, need Man of War reprinted? I honestly would have been. Pretty stoked if Baleful Strix got reprinted. Interesting. I think Baleful Strix would have been incredible, like way too crazy powerful. But I think Baleful Strix would have been incredibly, incredibly fun to see what what actually came of it. Um, otherwise, I mean, even looking through, and I'm I'm actually on the Legacy metagame page now. The thing with I think that really separates Legacy from from Modern is is Legacy is from what I glean from it is is a lot of resource control. You are playing things ex- extremely efficiently. You are attacking your opponent's resource options, uh, and and it's kind of that that kind of game set. While Modern, we don't really have. I mean, you've been playing Ponza. That's probably the most resource aggressive. Uh, deck there is really as far as destroying what players can use and, and and progress the game with. Modern is is much more. What's the most powerful thing I can do? Yeah. On one, two, and three of the game, no matter what it is, and, and it's it's a lot more linear. Where Legacy is is a, a little bit more of a chess match, in my opinion. It, it, it is. I I do. I do feel that I mean I've played Legacy once or twice, barring somebody else's deck, because I'm not. Um, oh man, they're so expensive. I mean, yes, I, I sit here with a few modern decks, but at the same time, it's like I like that. I'm like I I like that because that's a format that's more available to the people and and something that that is around. Whereas Legacy is is you're you're taking this game that seriously. Yeah, and I and that's like and that's I said, great. I don't really I don't play modern too freak I, like literally at all because I don't have much of access to to anyone to play with uh, compared to standard, which is I where I've been much most of my time. <laughs> not a, not such a thing. Uh, I also think that Popper might get a great deal of advantage out of what's coming out of here too i didn't you know what i didn't even think of that you didn't even think about popper did you i did not about popper i Uh, i'm wanting to build i'm I'm slowly building a popper deck slowly but sure yeah i I think popper could actually i think they might have secretly won real big uh through this and i really want to see what might be coming out of those decks in the near future as well uh within the first couple months when people are actually playing around with these i mean you've got 
essentially a one-shot Umazawa Jite, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that's been really available in any regard in that format. So seeing a few of these cards, I, I'm excited to see where that might shake up a little bit. Uh, I don't know the Legacy format well enough to see whether or not these are going to be making any kind of plays in there. Uh, the Swords are probably... Honestly, they're probably my biggest letdowns. Really? Yeah. Uh, I When you look at the, the Swords in general, the oldest, the first printing of Swords were the most powerful, for sure. Mm-hmm. And they slowly descended. And now I feel like Sword of Truth and Justice and Senyu and Steel, uh, these two Swords are just kind of... Now they feel more novelty to me. Like, hey, this is one of the sword sets. Yeah, and I mean they've they, they they've alluded to that they're going to complete that set soon. Right. So, which I'm stoked for. So maybe it's going to be in the the Commander 2019 precons. Which ooh, that would be interesting. That'd to do be it really that cool. way. Um, I'd love to see them to complete the the Battlebound land cycles um, in that set as well. So I, a little bit of this is is definitely. There's some hints of modern here, but I really think Commander and also maybe Popper are going to be the bigger winners overall. Where modern, you're going to see a few of these cards pop up, but it's not. I don't think it's completely going to revolutionize the format. I, all, I think there's all. going to be some stuff that's going to pop in and out, but it's one of those things to where I feel uh, three to four months from now. Yeah, like like from but from once, release. Once someone figures it out. What are we going to see? Is there going to be stuff floating around? Because that's the thing. Like when stuff first gets released, you see weird, weird yeah. oh, stuff yeah, it's in decks. Be and yeah, people are going to want to start playing things, having some fun with some just well, testing. Well, general. great example. I'm playing the the, the new Ugin. That's yeah. something that some people I've seen with the Tron list have done. Others are like, no, you play four Karns and right. four other Karns. And I'm like, the Ugin I feel is a better one of just to have in there because you can kill something. You can have that draw on a. You can have that draw on that creature sack because you're taking creatures away when you have to ch- put stuff in. Like you're taking away walking ballistas. You're taking away a world breaker. That Ugin feels a lot more like a mid range card in your deck yeah. versus essentially what you have been doing in the past, where it's basically jumping to the end game. Yeah. As soon as possible, and I like it a lot mainly because, like you were pointing out, you have some flexibility with what you can do with the card. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing to have. Well, the other thing is it's, it's that turns, it's that turn three. Oh my gosh, he's going to play a car and he's going to play. I'm going to play this, the, <laughs> the tiny Ugin. Right. Are you going to waste that counter spell? Are you going to, you know, hope that next turn I don't have a card. Oh, by the way, I either killed one of your creatures or I have this tutu that has a card hidden under it. Do you want to kill that? What's under it? Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, just even making yourself free as well, or, yeah. or close to oh, free. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's because I remember is, when I was playing it the other week. I was like, I play this it, um, in a deck where you're all already generating a bunch of extra mana. You're basically again generating more extra mana. Yeah, because I was just basically like, oh, hey, check this out. Uh, I'm gonna drop a chromatic sphere, uh, expedition map. Are you gonna pay? No, I don't have to. They're free. <laughs> Th- not, those are free. Not, those are not free. For me. That's not. That's not. That's not how I do things. Yeah. Uh, how, do you still have worm coils in there? Yes, or I run Ulamogs? three. I run three, and I run two Ulamogs. Gotcha. Um, uh, any, 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 like looking at that where you want to maybe well, change things. I, I'm, I'm trying to play it out. Uh, Ulamog saves my butt more often than not. Worm coils okay. are. I would rather have worm coils in there. 
over walking ballistas, like easily. Um, okay. Like I said, the Ulamogs, them coming out is just a devastating, like, you're screwed sort of thing for, for an opponent. Yeah. And it was funny because um, the other the other day I was playing somebody, and we, we and him were joking around, and I'm like, dude, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm casting Ulamog. You got a response? He goes, I'm going to counter it. And then he went, oh, shit. And I'm like, so I'm going to exile those two lands of yours that are untapped, by the way. And he goes, yeah, you are. Because yeah. I, I was like, the second he said, I'm gotcha. going to counter it, put the card down tapped, he's like, oh, shit. He's like, it's on the cast, isn't it? And I'm like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it was, and here's the thing that made it even worse. He remanded it, countering it. <laughs> so then next turn rolls around, and I'm like, 10 mana. Guess what I'm doing? Response? Horrible. <laughs> so it's, I I know that there's builds where it has um the other Eldrazi, and I'm blanking on her name right now. Emrakul? Yes. Promise End? Yeah. It well, it, it has it has one of the other. It has one of the other, and I have the Promise End. I've just never seen that as something viable to use. I um, everyone's like, oh, it's so good. And I'm like, but it's such a late game. I I only have Eon Sworn, and I have her in a Mardu Gideon deck, and I have a. One of of the one that the planeswalker that tutors it up. Yeah. Nars, I, no, not Narset. But in like on those games, it usually actually it's pretty good. It's not a bad card. Yeah, but my thing is I'd have to hard cast it. I'd, I'd have to cast right. it still. Which I mean, is that far fetched for Tron? Does but it's like that's me getting Ulamog. I mean, U, it's uh, not. But you're not gonna want to be in the game that long. Like. That is, the games run on a little bit long. I'm casting this to say, I'm ending this in two turns. Like, you are on a very quick clock because I attack, you're, 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 you're exiling your, your deck. Like, right, and hopefully I, and by, think- by, by now it's, and, and, that, and that's the other thing. Everyone's like, oh, Karn's with the game reset. And I'm like, I've reset a game once. In all my time playing Tron, I've reset it once. I think and, it's scarier. Just the thought of like having a game reset. Well, that's the thing. Everyone, I think like, that's just what it is. Is it's just kind of scary. And it's funny because the person I was playing against was new, er, and this was when I was still learning Tron. Uh huh. So they were like, "Okay, cool." So we reset the game, and I'm like, "Yeah," and I have this stuff, and they're like, "Okay." And then we started playing like right off of that, and I actually had almost all the Tron lands. I I was exiling on my own hand because they didn't have anything in theirs. So I had, <laughs> so I almost had Tron completed there, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, because somebody's like, oh my gosh, you reset the game, and the guy kept playing. I'm like, yeah, and he goes, huh? Where was your life total? And I'm like under ten. And he's like, well, that's the only reason I would. And that's the thing. I'm like, I feel like sometimes resetting the game is riskier than just trying to like really peel out the rest of it. Right. At that point, I, I would, I'd probably agree at that point too. Yeah. Um, so yes, Justin, what else do we need to cover this evening? Uh, I think we're, we're done. We've just been having a fun discussion about magic at this point, talking shop and everything. Um, of course 
I I I'm I, I can't wait to see what Modern Horizons brings. I can't wait to see what Corset 2020 brings. I can't wait to see where the future of Magic lies because I think we didn't even really talk about Arena that much, but Arena's been a big thing with a lot Dude, of people. As soon, as soon as Arena hits Modern, man. Uh well, let me let me. Well, as soon as I can buy just standard wild cards, I'm I'm all in. I been, I would that's like been my that. biggest thing again. Just just let me. I I. Get the fact that they're going the whole loot crate route, the original loot crate with opening up packs and seeing what you get. But it is, like I was saying before, it's so painful when I'm trying to create a three-color mana base for standard and I need 24 rare lands before I can even start collecting the actual cards to play the deck. So I think maybe as as one scrutiny is, is, yeah, changing up how the economy works strictly for lands. I would agree that if there's some way to do that, that would be nice. Or, you know, because I, I feel like I'm, and people have said, oh, there's something to where, like, if you keep getting cards that you already have four of, it's supposed to put it into some pot somewhere that you eventually get a payout of. Or I know it used to a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, so. But I don't think do it does collect, anymore. Uh, it's supposed to net you. So I think it's beneficial if you're the person that bought, spends $200 or so or up every set release mm-hmm. on on arena which is not particularly anything that i want to do i'd rather spend that 200 to 300 dollars on a new deck on, on paper uh to play in paper yeah yeah something that's gonna eventually hold value instead of i don't know drifting off into the ether as soon as rotation happens yes uh because they haven't really said anything about where that is going and how that is looking do i just get replenished with wild cards because now my cards don't exist or what are they doing with them so uh I've heard that there's going to be a new format created soon, too. I've heard rumors that, that that's... That's been the rumor mill, for sure, uh, where most people assume that if there is going to be a quote-unquote frontier-style um, new format, it's going to be built around essentially the time point in which uh, Arena, Arena has been around, yep. which I I think I'd be re- willing to play. That, to be that would be cool. I, it's, um, it's like I, modern light. though... Yeah, it'd be interesting, though, where they exactly decide to, because I know for a long time in the early closed beta testings, uh, they had the previous format yes, available. They, they had uh, Keladesh, and they had Eldridge Moon options and stuff like that, and Amonkhet. Yes, they did. So they, I would they be inter- definitely did, because I played during that time. I played um, during that time, and you, I had some really fun can, decks. So I'd, I'd, be, I'd again, be kind of curious on where they start that, and then I'd also assume a specific banning would be there too because I think energy would be the number one deck, number two deck, and probably number three deck yeah. whenever that format releases. So, I mean, I, I just want to bring up Arena just real quick because it's something I try to play daily to get those little daily oh, things. Oh, yeah, man. And you got to grind out your little goal. Because you do. I mean, if you're trying to build a deck that actually has stuff in it, you got to sit there and go and go and go because – I've spent a little bit of money on it, like to get like one of the like starter pack things, like ten bucks yeah. or something, just just to do that. But I'm like, I know people that that put a lot of money into that, and I'm like, I I can't. Like yeah, that's it's, that's that's the reason MTG Online is something I also I'm like, I I don't want to do that. Well, you can play in tournaments. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm like I, I'd rather yeah. put it into paper because at least then it's one a physical thing and two. I've already spent enough money creating decks I play. I don't <laughs> want to have to go redo that over again. Yeah, 110%. So, so yeah, um, 
to conclude, I mean, we, we, we've talked for longer than I thought we were, but this is, of course, a fun conversation between between planeswalkers. Yes, yes, I'm going to be nerdy about that. And, um, uh, like on, go ahead. Plane stumbling. Plane stumble. <laughs> yes, plane stumblers. Planes crawlers. Um, I, I just, I, I guess for the final thing, a quick thing, uh, future magic. If if you could if you could pick a set to go back to or what what would you want them to do where would they go what would they do? All right, so I think I'm speaking for the entire Magic community with this, but take me back to Phyrexia. Really? So so you're going with the Phyrexian? Take, take, I want the Phyrexian menace back in my life. Uh, otherwise, like purely for myself, I kind of want to be back to. Lorwyn or Kamigawa? Uh, that which, would be my choice, too. Uh, Lorwyn, I think, was incredibly fun. It's a set that doesn't have any humans in it. Uh, <laughs> and I think that'd be a blast bringing back kind of the fairy tale stuff. Uh, I just want Kamigawa because I really want to build a four-color four spirit deck for Commander. Mm-hmm. And they also have a heavy legendary creature theme, which I always like pursuing. Yeah. Uh, I think they hit a home run with Dominaria, and I think because of that, they can set up something incredibly good for Kamigawa as well. So I'd like to see that uh, come into play again. Uh, for me, I would... Uh, for, of course, for, for the glory of Phyrexia, I would love to see that again. Um, don't know what they do this time, because I don't think Infect's going to be a thing again, and I don't think um, uh, Phyrexia mana will be a thing, so I have to find some new uh-huh. way to irritate what? people. No, those no are end. way too broken. Yeah. Uh, maybe a withering mechanic, or maybe a, again, more of like a, a Mirrodin-esque where it was Artifacts Matter. Not Affinity. Yeah. But it, I, I, I'd love to see them return to that, because, I mean, it's, it's wide open for it, and that would touch my heart deeply, because one, that goes back to my original playing of Magic, and then my return to Magic one of the numerous times. Uh, but yes, Lorwyn would be great. It was the introduction of Planeswalkers. It's a weird set. It also is one of those sets that, I mean, if you look at most decks, they have something from Lorwyn in them in Modern. Like, yeah. it, it was just such a weird change up to stuff. Yeah, it, yeah and I think it, it forced Wizards to get creative. Mm-hmm. And usually, great stuff happens. And, that, that. and it's weird because it was just after a set where they got creative too. It was just yeah, they, after Time Spiral. They yeah, they're on a roll. And Time Spiral as well. And all the like the planar chaos and all that kind of stuff. God, was, that was, was a lot of fun. I played I came back and played during that time. It was so weird, so much fun. And like I said, that that that, that set has continued on in multiple modern stuff because it's something that it changed the game and it still floats around now. But anyways, um we we could go on all night, but sir, where can people find yeah. you? Uh, you guys can find me on Facebook if you really like to. If you really like to, I just Jason Moitoso. Uh, you can explore Not Alone's uh, community web uh, webpage as well, which is uh, oh god, um, remember you're not alone. A community for the strange, there I believe. Uh, otherwise, you can also hit me up on in, uh, Twitter. Uh, just at Mighty Moit. That's a pretty easy way to kind of grab my attention. I don't check it constantly, uh, but that's usually where I consume most of my magic information and media. So if you'd like to find me there, you absolutely can, and we can have a conversation about, well, more of Modern Horizons or hopefully what's coming on in the future. 
Um, yes. Uh, also, I, I always like when you say your uh, Twitter handle because it is one of the greatest Twitter handles of all time, in my opinion. So congratulations on owning that. Thank you. Uh, it was my name for uh, my World of Warcraft Paladin that I made. I, 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 when you said it was my name for it, I'm like, it's going to be his D&D character or something else nerdy. I'm going to be so proud. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> so um, on that note, of course, you, you're you listening to Zingley, so I assume you know where to find us. But if you don't, there's, uh, of course, stuff in the descriptions. You can find us, of course, on Facebook, Twitter, and all over the internet. Just search Zing This. Um, it was a fun time, sir. And um, as always, for the glory of Phyrexia, listen to us again.